Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ah. had a few last minute Skype issues where I appeared to have disappeared under the desk, but I was actually <laughs> sat here, so we had to reload everything. But welcome, welcome everybody. This is the first gear chat that me and Vicky have decided to do together. Hi Vicky, yeah. how are you doing tonight? Ah. Hi Claire, hi everybody. <laughs> so I'll just introduce Vicky to anybody who's new to the channel. Um, Vicky is a, a fell runner, very good fell runner actually. Uh, she's a mum of one, she's a teacher, um, she's my friend, and also she is a gear tester. So she's um, particularly, she was doing some reviews for me while I was off on maternity leave um, for the past couple of years. So um, she was helping me out with some stuff on the channel. So um, between us, we've probably reviewed like hundreds of pairs of shoes by now. I don't know if you can see behind me, there's like tons of shoes there, all very bad for the environment, slap on the wrist there. But hopefully our our foray into all these different shoes will help you to choose the right pair. So we're going to have a bit of a shoe chat tonight. Um, get your questions coming in. Type if, if you're not watching this live, then type them below in the comments below um, and we'll do our best to answer them for you. We have got a question from Tina that I'm going to be answering during the um, conversation. We'll both put our two pence worth in on that. Um, and we're going to go through our top three trail running shoes and then we've both got a couple of just other bits and bobs that we've been testing we want to tell you about and we'll have a brief interlude where we test where we tell you what we think of these um, amazing bars and nut butters from Outdoor Provisions which are really brilliant because this packaging is apparently compostable um, I did bury one in my garden but I've do you know what I've just forgotten that I did that so uh, update. If you want to know about that one that I buried in the garden, then type in the comments below and I'll let you know the long term uh, solution to that packaging because it is supposed to be compostable. OK, and if my microphone goes at any point, then do tell me because I've just realized it's on red so I can get a little charge portable charger on that if my microphone goes. So I'll just read a few shout outs and then we'll just have a little chat and see how Vicky's doing and see how everyone's doing. Um, Kat's here, she says hi. We've got Graham, hi, Andrea, <clears throat> we've got Chris as well. If you want me to shout you out with any comments or you want uh, a mention, then just type it in the live chat and we will we'll do our best to answer your questions and, and do your shout outs. Um, so how are you, Vicky? Because you've been nursing an ankle injury. Tell us how it's going. 
I, I fell down a rabbit hole uh, on the top of Leedsdale. Yeah, it was a, a giant rabbit hole. <laughs> I didn't see Alice. I didn't find Alice. Um, and I was with one of our mutual friends, with Katie Foster, who's one of mine and Claire's friends. And um, she got very excited thinking we were going to go home in a helicopter at one point because it was really bad. <laughs> um, and we managed to hobble um, a couple of miles to a farm and a very lovely farmer took us back to our cars. And then I went to hospital because we thought it was broken. But yeah, just um, torn ligaments um, and it's been hard work. I can run um, and I've been able to run since about three weeks after doing it. Mm. But I can't run uh, on fells at the minute. I just can't do the downhill um, on the fells. If I roll it, it will be straight back to square one. So I've been doing a lot of rehab, uh, strengthening work and trying to get that back uh, on the the move really again. What side is it that you went over on? It's it's my right side and I just rolled it outwards. Um, So, yeah, it swelled up absolutely massive and it was black for days um but it, it, it it's okay it's just very stiff I feel like I've got a very old grandma ankle um, at the minute yeah oh no it's awful so I've had to do a bit of road running yeah, had to run on the roads a little bit it's so painful isn't it going over on your ankle you almost wish you'd broken it because it'd probably be easier to repair but you have done um, yeah. you just said you've done a race recently and it's pretty far 27 miles Oh, that's on Sunday. That's oh, coming up. Doing um, Sunday. Oh, wow. I'm going to do that on Sunday. Yeah, that's the um, Lancashire Man, which is a local race around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got an entry into that. So I'm going to go. I'm going to just have a nice a nice run around it. Not going to run the downhills, uh, which is rare for me because that's my favourite bit. Oh, but just going to have a nice day out. And then there's always good food stations. So I'll probably eat quite a bit of cake on the way around on that one as well. Awesome. Oh, that sounds lovely. And have you got any more events? sort of coming up this year or is it quite hard to plan with the ankle injury I've not got anything actually booked in at the minute I know um you and I are going to go up to Kendall aren't we for the mountain festival yeah. <clears throat> um and so we might try and get some running done um when we get up there but I've got anything booked in at the minute I just thought I'd wait and see um how things go because I don't want to enter a race and then not be able to do it uh, but I'm getting there slowly yeah. getting back to it good good because because, yeah, because you need to keep testing the shoes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I've got an event on Sunday, but it's not it's not 27 miles. It's not quite that far. I'm not quite back to that level yet, but I've got a half marathon on Sunday. Ooh, which one? It's the Rutland half, so it's very flat. <laughs> um, and sort of, it's it's off-road, but it's like a tarmac surface. Yeah. It's the same. It's the, yeah. It does part of the parkrun course. It's round, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's across the dam and then like out and back. It's a very strange arrangement of out and backs. Um, so Have you done it before, that one? Sorry, no, have, I haven't have done that before, but I've done a lot of running around Rutland Water in general. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good. Um, I'm just really tired at the moment because of Finley waking in the night again. Um, Steve's just putting him to bed now. Um, so if you hear some random crying in the background, it, it's not me, it's, it's him. <laughs> and um, But I'm super excited for my goals this year for, well, for testing all this gear out on all these races because I've got another half marathon, the workshop half marathon at the end of October. And then my biggie will be training for the Manx Mountain Marathon, which I'm trying to persuade you to come and do as well, aren't I? <laughs> but that's Wait, is it March, that one? It's April. Yeah, it's the Easter. April the easter holiday the easter bank holidays right. so it's thir- 30 miles or 31 miles probably yeah. um across the man the isle of man and i did it uh, 10 years ago 
almost 10 years ago now. So I'm going to see if a decade on I can sort of uh, just see how I compare to a decade, yeah. like a decade ago, because I'll be 40 in February. I so. think you might be faster. I think you might be faster now. The experience, yeah. yeah, but I'm not as, because um, I went over on my ankle as well. So I'm not as good at going downhill like I used to. I used to throw myself yeah. downhill and now I cannot trust this left ankle. It's no. the rain of my life. they take a long time to heal don't they any injuries like that yeah yeah they really do um cool okay well we should probably chat about some shoes then (laughs) rather than moan about all our injuries (laughs) yeah Um, all mine are very dirty (laughs) it's okay they're not it's not my keyboard that they're going to be sitting on um so we've got some comments already coming in about other people's choice uh, favorite trail running shoes at the moment so keep your favorite trail running shoe comments coming in and we'll read some out after the first one um do you want to go first vicky with your first um trail your favorite one at the moment well tell us a bit i've got it. three i've got three that i kind of alternate rotate between more than anything else yeah. and recently i've been putting loads of miles on the scarper spin infinity you love um it, I love this shoe. It's so comfortable. Um, it is the most comfortable shoe ever. And it's wow. really, really good at road to trail. It's brilliant. Because yeah. if you can see, it's got quite a thick... Um, oh, where's my camera? There you go. Oh, vanished. There you go. <laughs> I imagine. It's got quite a thick um, sole. Um, so it's incredibly comfortable. And I just think it's one of the most... Um, endurable shoes that I've ever had it I've done so many miles in this shoe and it just lasts and lasts and lasts um it's not got a huge it's not got huge looks um but it's sufficient for trail um obviously if I was running on fell I'd want something with more lugs but it is just the comfiest shoe ever it's absolutely lovely um and I would definitely buy this one again it's one of my absolute favorites at the minute especially for summer yeah. don't you find you have to if you find a shoe that you get on so well with like that you've got to buy at least five pairs haven't you because at some point you change them yeah. they change the shoe and then you never get that shoe back again yeah well, that's brilliant so you have actually reviewed that shoe haven't you on wild ginger running's youtube channel um i think there's a review of it and i will ah um, yes that's right yeah I'll, I'll pop it up here um, so it'll, yeah. it'll come up as a little eye card that pops up on the right hand side of the screen or is it the left hand side I can never tell like I can never tell where it's going to pop up it'll pop up at the top of the screen somewhere and I will also link to it in the film description below um yeah Scarpa Infinity I'll just write that down yeah I'd say it's not one of the the better known shoes in some ways I don't yeah. think Scarpa is one of the the well-known ones yeah. uh, really, when you talk to people about it it's not one on the, the sort of usual radar um, but it's one that I've been incredibly impressed with and it just lasts and lasts and lasts it's, it's yeah. a really really good shoe fantastic maybe it's because they have a, a more of a mountaineering background than yes. a trail running background so they're used to making pretty bomb-proof stuff um but yeah yeah really yeah. interesting yeah that's awesome it's my go-to <laughs> cool okay well um everybody keep your comments coming in about what's your favorite shoe um and I'll, I'll just talk to you about this shoe that i've been wearing recently so this is the um i think they've only just come out or they're just about to come out in england they're out in europe i know because i saw somebody at the utmb wearing these they're quite distinctive um it's the ultra mont blanc um boa so 
um, I'll just use one actually. Um, as you can see, they've got um, these two boa closures on the side. Um, so you just simply pop them down like that and like that, and then you just turn them. And that's how you lace up the shoe, which is like so easy. You get this in cycling shoes and ski cycling, boots, yeah. but they're yeah. just starting to become a little bit more popular. There's like the La Sportiva Cyclone's got them. I haven't actually tried that one, but also the Adidas Terex Agravic Pro Boa catchy name that's the um, other one you've had isn't it? i've actually tested those as well they're here <coughs> the thing yeah. that i really like about the ultra shoe apart from the wide fit which i just love i love the wide fit of an ultra shoe um you can see how wide it is compared to to this one here like that one's really pointy and the ultra is like more like a tweeny type shoe um but apart from that um just the fact that it's got these two closure bits here means that not only can you lock the heel down really nicely here, but you can also adjust the midfoot. And then, you know, like halfway through a race or if you're 20 miles into an ultra and you want to just release a bit of tension across the forefoot because your feet have swollen, you can do that in these really easily. You don't have to sit there and relace all your whole shoe. Um, and you can't do that with a shoe which just has the one boa closure at the back. And, and I, to be honest, I find that just the one boa closure at the back doesn't get a good fit for me. I've been finding these have got a much better fit for any other boa shoe that I've tried. Um, and I'm going to be wearing them on my half marathon on Sunday. That's how, how comfy I think they are. So yeah. I was going to ask which shoe you were wearing for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to wear this one. I mean, it's I probably should wear a road shoe. Um, it's got a little bit of grip to it. It's got like kind of three or four mil lugs there. Um, yeah, yeah, ultra shoes do seem to wear a little bit quite quickly. Like I'm wearing the Timps as well and they've worn down pretty quickly. Um, but mm. it's Vibram, which is very good. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying those. So um, I'm gonna do a review of them as well on my channel coming up in October. Lovely. That's cool. Do you want to go for your next one, Ricky? Yeah, I'll move on to one of my next pair. Um, so this is the very muddy um, La Sportiva Mutant, oh, yes. um, which was one of the ones that I reviewed, I think it was last year with you um, on your channel. Um, I absolutely love this shoe and it's brilliant for fell and trail. It's got really good grip, really good looks um, yeah, for that slightly exactly. uh, muddier, yes, but much better looks on that one and I also really like like you were saying about the closure the fastening on the mutant yeah. um it has an overlapping tongue here so oh. it goes all the way around your foot and then again here yeah so it stops any debris getting in and things like that it's got a really secure don't know if you can see it. it's got a really secure um closure here on the tongue yeah um and I've just found them again really really comfortable and really really durable mm -hmm. and also with a really good grip um I actually wore this one on the Lancashire Man last time I did it um this was a shoe that I actually wore and I, I might wear this one again um on Sunday because it will be muddy because it's Lancashire and it's always muddy and wet up here so I'll need something with a bit more grip than the um Scarpa yeah. um just because I know the route and it's over a lot of muddy ground um so this would be a better choice um for that sort of race at the weekend yeah oh cool okay well and it's good that you've mentioned the Scarpa because we just had a question come in about that um right. Kat says are the Scarpa Infinity wide if so she might give them a try I, I, they're a lot wider than the Sportiva 
um, I don't know whether you can see my camera's a bit funny. They've got a much wider fit than the Sportiva, which is quite a tight fitting shoe. Um, I would say these are not quite as wide as Ultras, um, probably a bit more like the Hocker fit, uh, that sort of fit instead. Um, I think, I can't even see what size I had to get in this one. I'm just trying to read it. It's worn off. I've used them so much. Uh, this is the size. Pardon? 6.5, is it? Yeah, I think this is a six and a half, this one. Um, so that's, you know, and I think in the Sportiva, I have to go for a seven because it's quite a, a snug fitting shoe, uh, whereas six and a half in this one. But yeah, it's quite a wide shoe. It doesn't rub anywhere at all, um, this one. Whereas on a longer race, I might get a little bit of rubbing on my toes with this sort of shoe. Yeah. But yeah, they're quite a wide fit, I would say, the Scarpers. That's interesting because I had a, the Scarpa Golden Gate and I didn't find um, the Golden Gate ATR. I didn't find them wide at all. So it just goes to show that oh. like, within even one brand, you can have completely different yeah. wideness. Um, yeah, I think they're quite a wide fit on my feet, but I suppose everyone's feet are quite different, aren't they? It's quite hard sometimes yeah. to, and you can change it with socks as well. Mm. I wear a thicker sock with the Scarpa mm -hmm. because there's more room in it than I would with the Saucony or the Sportiva. I always wear a thinner sock in those as well. Yeah, you can do your own little micro adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to read out some comments. So Chris Williams says he bought the La Sportiva Mutants after Vicky's yeah. review. Um, so ah, I'll link like to that review in the film description below and I'll put a card up here as well. Um, yeah. There. Uh, let me just check what the time was there. 16. Okay. Um, and oh, and he bought the Caracals after my review and he's a really happy ah. with both of them. Oh, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> this is a last Sportiva man. Yeah, they are good shoes. They're very good shoes. Yeah, I, I found the caracals really good and really comfy, but they just dug in like um, there was a little space just as you tighten at the base of the laces and they just dug in and they didn't on one foot, but they did on the other. And it's just like you said, it's so personal. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Definitely. Um, and Catherine says uh, she has the Brooks Cascadia 16 as her road yeah. trail shoes. So, yeah, I reviewed those in my road to shoe, uh, road to trail running shoe test as well. I'll link to everything in the I think I, below. I use the Brooks Glycerin on the road. I tend to use Brooks my road shoe again because yeah. they're incredibly comfortable. Yeah. yeah, I use the Adrenaline as my road shoe, but they're 12 mil drop. And I wore them right. the other day and because I've been wearing these Ultras, which are zero drop. I was my yeah. hips and knees really felt it and they really hurt so I just I don't right. think I to go back to them now I'm gonna have to chuck oh them no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so Kat says she loves the 11 the Brooks Cascadia 11 and 12 but she's not getting really along with the 16s because they rub the outside of her big left toe it just like yes. again like if you find the perfect shoe buy 10 pairs <laughs> and even the same model i have two pairs of brooks glycerin one of them rub on my heel and they really hurt and the other pair don't oh, that's so mental isn't it yeah yeah it is it's really strange it's worth like if something like that happens seeing if you can send them back to the manufacturer or something isn't it yeah yeah um, and Graham says he's currently using Brooks um, and it does all that he needs of it. Yeah. And Andrea says, I'm very happy with my zero drop barefoot, zero Terraflex for trail. She doesn't really have a road to trail shoe at present. Ooh, cool. Right. I've not heard of that shoe. No, I've not heard of that one. Zero Terraflex. Is that the brand? Zero. 
I haven't heard of those ones. Very interesting. No? You'll have to um, tell us more, Andrew, if you're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Chris said scarf and make great boots, as to last 40 yeah. Yes, actually, both of those um, four of the mountaineering brands originally, aren't yeah. they? So, yeah, they were transferring more to shoes, aren't they? And doing a good job, doing a really good job. Yeah, doing a really good job. Because sometimes in the olden days, like about when I set up Trail Running Magazine, like, you know, like over a decade ago now, I remember the mountaineering brands would come and they would go, oh, here's a trail shoe. And it'd be more like an approach shoe and it'd be quite hard and yes. heavy. and like You can't run in it too like, heavy. Yeah, yeah. running that. It's too stiff and heavy. No. Um, but now <clears throat> they're actually getting hanged in. Yeah, they are. They're doing a good job. Oh, no. Uh, oh, someone What's says that? my mic is not quite working. Okay. Oh no. Oh. Uh, okay. I might just grab a charger. Um, well, while you're getting grabbing a charger, I'll talk about the Sacconi uh, Peregrine. Top of that. Okay. So this is my other favourite trail shoe. I tend to swap between the three that I've mentioned, and this is the um, Sacconi Peregrine, uh, which is a good all-round shoe. They've been out for years and years and years. And they're absolutely brilliant. Um, they have enormous lugs on <laughs> for what's marketed as a trail shoe. They've definitely got more of a fell type um, base on them. And I would wear these on fell as well as trail, as long as there's not lots of tussocks because they're slightly wider than the traditional sort of Innovate Solomon fell shoe uh, that you get. Um, these, again, one of the things I really like about them is the durability. Um, I've done so many races in this and hundreds of miles in it. And the shoe, you know, all the structures still there. You've got across the front there, but they look, they still look pretty brand new, actually. They, they're a really, really good shoe. And again, these are something that I can put on and I can wear for, you know, 10, 20 miles and know that I'm not going to have any problems with them at all. Again, a good, really good all round, good trail shoe. One of my favourites. Yeah, they look really good. I like the grip on those. Are they yes, quite light the grip on well? them is brilliant. Pardon? Are they quite light as well? They look like bomb proof, um, but like maybe they'll be light as well. Yeah, I would say they feel a little bit. We we did them in the um trail in the trail re, trail shoe review actually, so the weight will be on there. Uh, but again, yes, I'd say they're probably lighter than the other two. Um, again, which is probably why more of a sort of race shoe I would say, uh, for me personally. But yeah, they're they're a cracking shoe. You can't go wrong with them. They're great. Yeah, yeah, no, they look really awesome. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll yeah, as I said before, I'll link to all the reviews that um that these shoes have covered um yeah in the film description below um so thank you for taking over me or from me whilst i've yep. plugged my mic so i've plugged the microphone in now um so let me know if the sound's okay now um yep. and yes it should be okay hopefully now because i've plugged it in and it's charging um so i'll just read out another comment mr whippet run says evening all that's very jolly of you mr whippet um innovate terra ultra g270s are his go-to for trail but not the muddy ones <clears throat> and and ultras um so trail and ultras although he recently bought the Sacconi exodus ultras for this weekend uh -oh. 100k race nice and comfortable so far well that is that's good to know for this weekend they sound good 100k race good luck with that mr whippet that's good yeah. to know um and andrea has come back to us on the zero shoes um, she says she thinks Zero started with sandals and they are American minimalist shoes. They just started doing fashion as well as running shoes. Cool. Okay. Well, um, are you over in America then, Andrea? Is that where you are? Um, 
is that how you've got your hands on such exciting shoes that we, we've never heard of? <laughs> no, we've not heard of. <laughs> um, and Mr. Whippet Run is agreeing with you, um, Ricky. He's saying Peregrine are these are stunning shoes. Yeah, they're just they're just they're just bombproof, aren't they? They've been around for a long time, and they're they're all it's very similar. You know what you're getting with them. They're they're a great all round shoe. Yeah, yeah. I've just got the twelves actually. What number were they? The... I think these <laughs> must be eleven or the ten. I can't. Not actually yeah. sure. Because they're super light. Like I've got the um these. But like those. What size are they, Claire? <laughs> they're, they're very are they a size six and a half? <laughs> yes, they are. Because you know what, I am a six and a half now, so this is perfect shoe swappability. Yes, so this shoe swappability. Is the latest one, they're a four mil drop what? and they're super light. They're like 490 grams or something ridiculous. They look like a race shoe. They look very much like a race shoe, I like a condensed version, run. don't they? Yeah, I wore them at Parkrun, but it was, the grip was massive overkill for the Parkrun route yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they look good. Um, Severin says that your ones are the 10 WT. She has them. Thank you. Yeah, thank that you. That makes sense, doesn't it? Because I've got the 12. Yeah, here. cool. Yeah. yeah, I haven't worn them loads. I'll have to like go to the peaks. We'll meet up in the peaks and we can have a shoe swap. Yes, we can swap them. Wonderful. I have got so many shoes. I need to do my I have a new one to test. <laughs> Shall I mention the new one that I've just got, Claire? The new one, yeah. That so I've just been sent this one to test. This is the, um, oh, if you can see it, the Nike um, Pegasus Trail, I think it is, the Nike Pegasus Trail 4. Um, so, again, I'm going to take this one out tomorrow for a spin and um, see how I get on with this one. It's Ooh, super light. Funny. Oh, it's Pardon? stretchy, isn't it, the heel? Yeah, it's like the, um, I can't get it on the camera. Where's my camera? I there you go. the camera is, is it wants your body basically so if you hold the shoe like in front of your uh, body it'll probably, there we go we get it there we go that's yeah. better thank you <laughs> technical for technical. where it cuts out the background or something yes that's right because yeah. it's messy behind <laughs> um so i'm going to wear these tomorrow um, and see how i get on with these so i will let you know what these are like yeah, uh, these are the text version color. like they look like a fashion yeah. shoe don't they they're they're bobby dazzlers aren't they <laughs> So um, they're the Gore-Tex version, which I, I don't normally go with Gore-Tex shoes because, yeah. you know, you get wet feet, you get wet feet. Yeah. Um, it's just one of the things of trail winning, isn't it? But it will be interesting to see what they're like. Mm. Um, and I will let you know tomorrow night when I've been out yeah. in them. Yeah, I don't wear Gore-Tex shoes for actual trail running, you know, like when I'm actually racing. But when I've been filming and like hanging about loads and running through like wet grass and stuff I do yes. I have worn a Gore-Tex shoe in the past because they're just really yeah. handy for those kind of situations when you're hanging yeah. about loads it's grass yeah yeah it's wet grass in the morning isn't it yeah. they're perfect yeah. for things like that winter as well like um yeah just like when it's not raining but it's cold like snow and stuff that's where I've worn yeah. a Gore-Tex shoe but not to actually run and race in like just to yes. work yeah. in <laughs> um, yes yeah but yeah I better go through um, my second shoe, and then yeah. we'll should we have a brief interlude where we talk about the uh, outdoor provision stuff? Where we eat, eat snack. <laughs> Not like I didn't shove a baked potato down my neck five minutes before I came in here <laughs> with a screeching baby. Um, so the second shoe that I wanted to just briefly talk about because I haven't tested these loads because I only got my hands on them at the UTMB. Um, oh. I went to the UTMB with Hoka. Um, there's a film out on my channel. If you just Google UTMB Wild Ginger, you'll come up with all my UTMB films. But this is the Hoka Mafate 4. 
Um, and I've really been enjoying running in this shoe. It's four mil drop and it's it's quite light as well. It's just um, it's around 500 grams or so for a UK size 6.5. But the great thing about it was that I thought that I couldn't really wear Hoka shoes because the speed goat here is yeah. really narrow. Um, I don't know if you can see the difference there. Like, they look yeah. pretty similar, but the speed goat for some reason feels super narrow and pointy. Whereas this Hoka Mafate, it felt like a bit more roomy in the toe box. So I'm just super pleased about that because I love the bounce of a Hoka shoe. I love the foam that they use in the midsole, but I just can't really get on with the toe box. And this one, I can just like walk to town in these and already my like little toes being squished in and my whole toes are running like they're rubbing together. But this, I spent the whole of the filming for the UTMB wearing this. So this is like through the night, like we only had four hours sleep. I was wearing this for like nearly 48 hours nonstop and it was really good and it didn't cause any blisters between my toes. Um, so I, yeah, I've got high hopes for this. It's yeah, it's got the pro fly cushioning in there. Um, and yeah, it's got quite aggressive lugs, five mil out on the outsole there um vibram again which i really like really good on wet and dry vibram um yeah so it's very similar to the speed goat but it's that i think it's a little bit more du durable and rugged because it's a little bit heavier um and while you're in the toe box which is amazing yay <laughs> <clears throat> so i'll just take um a question before we have our interlude um, oh, Andrea lives in Nottingham. <laughs> she knows of Zero through the long distance hiking and through hiking community. Oh, cool. Ah. That is very, very cool. Um, and Severin asks us a question. She says, <clears throat> what shoes do you recommend more on fells? My favorite trail shoe is the Hoka Speedgoat 4. And then she's got the Peregrine 10 for the mud. But um, they're not great on roads or hard surface. No, they're not. Um, um, so, yeah, what shoe do you recommend more on fells? I think, again, a lot of it is personal, depends on your feet and how long the race is. So if I was doing a, a short, muddy, up and down fell race, it would be probably Innovates that I would go for. Uh, there's so many different versions of Innovates out now, but any of their standard sort of fell shoe would be perfect. Um, the ones I use an awful lot recently are the um the Solomon Wild Cross that they've actually just stopped making I was gutted okay. I know I can't believe they stopped making them they're like my, I went and bought three pairs online about two months ago when I heard that they were stopping making them yeah. um so I've got a couple of years worth and mm. um, and I love those on the longer fell races because they've got amazing grip um, you know, the, the Solomon shoes are brilliant. The, with the Wild Cross, the Speed Cross, anything like that are amazing for off-road. Um, but the Wild Cross is lovely because it's a little bit wider than the Speed Cross at the front. Um, the Speed Cross is a narrow-fitting shoe, and a lot of people struggle with that on the toes. Yeah, um, but Wild Cross is almost the exact same shoe. That's how it feels with the grip and everything, but it's much wider. Um, so for me, it's either, you know, Innovate Fells or the Solomon Wild Cross, um, which they don't make anymore. There's a, there is another one that they are bringing out uh, soon that's supposed to be their uh, alternative for that. But yeah, I was a bit gutted that they got rid of the Wild Cross because it's um, it's a cracking shoe. It's really, really good. Yeah, it is really annoying when they discontinue a shoe that you really like, isn't it? It's like, just stay the same, people. Yeah, I just yeah. I echo that. The, any uh, any of Innovate shoes like the Mud Claw or the, the Cross Talon or X Talon, um, any of those shoes with the super grippy lugs would be right up your street. And also, I find Scott, the Supertrack RC, 
Yeah. Um, that's a really good shoe, actually, um, for running on muddy stuff. It's got this sort of radial grip. Um, if you Google Scott Supertrack RC Wild Ginger, then that review will come up, and I'll link to it in the description below as well. Um, I'll just make a note of that. Um, I've just thought the other one, the Hocker um, Evo Jaws as well, was a good um, fell shoe. That was on our film the other year. That was a really grippy one and very narrow fit again. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, the Scott RC seemed to be like a nice regular fit. Like I didn't find it too narrow and it's got this radial grip. So instead of like um, in a usual shoe, like they just go like basically up and down, It's it had it in a circle that went around and it seemed to work really well. I really liked it and it was really good on both wet and dry surfaces because I found in the past that salmon shoes haven't been as good on wet rock like or wet surfaces in general yeah. not because I know no shoe is going to be totally grippy on wet rock but in yeah. particular salmon shoes the, the speed cross used to be super slippy I have my next shoe that I'm going to talk about is actually the salmon speed cross six which is the latest uh-huh. one so and I haven't actually taken it out of the box out yet because it's so pretty. Oh my goodness, it's white. <laughs> what is wrong with people at the moment? Look at look at the colour of these trail shoes. Like, why is everyone doing like white and pink, white and red? This reminds me of paracetamol, this outfit. Yes. Because it's just yeah, like it a white, and white or a candy cane or the British flag or like, the English flag or something. Like, why is everyone doing a white trail shoe? What is wrong with people? Wow. It's too pretty to actually use. But I'm going to take it to the Peak District and ruin them. That looks good. Them. Yeah, that looks nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. So, we've answered your question, Severin. That's a great question. Um, Chris just wants to chip in with about his Gore-Tex shoes. He punched a hole through them in no uh- time. So he doesn't buy them anymore, and it's got nothing no. to do with his toenails. <laughs> punching. Nail clippers. <laughs> and um, Graham wears Gore-Tex shoes to his local park run um, yeah. in the winter, all on grass. So it's really good yeah. for not getting cold feet. Yeah, if you're hanging around as well after park run, you don't want to get cold feet. No. Um, so that's a really good chat as well. Okay, uh, should we do a brief interlude where we talk yes. about these amazing food <gasps> foodstuffs? <laughs> I've eaten, I have to confess this, yeah, I've eaten half of mine already. Yeah, I've eaten half of mine as well. I've actually got empty packets to show you, not full ones. <laughs> yeah, I've got empty packets as well. But I have taken notes. Everything that I've eaten. I've yes, written, I've, taken I've got notes. half a random bar there yeah. as well. That's quite so, <laughs> thank you very much to the guys at um, Outdoor Provisions for sending us these. So um, uh, Innovate Athletes Alien Hall is actually sponsored by these guys as well. Uh- um, and uh, the brilliant thing about them is that their packets that we've actually kept for you to have a look at, yeah. I've buried one in the garden, um, they're compostable. So they're made of like aluminium and paper, it seems. <laughs> so yeah. They're made of like a natural fiber that decomposes um, down to, and you can just put it in your compost bin or on your compost heap or just bury it in the garden um, with, <coughs> without any sort of guilt. So that is a one fantastic, whatever they taste like, it's a fantastic reason to buy them. Um, so what did we actually think of what they tasted of? Um, we've got, what What did you get sent, Vicky? Have you got the same as me? I think we got a similar one. So I got the sample pack, which has a bit of everything in it. It had, um, I think it was four or five of the nut butters and I think about four or five of the bars in it. Yeah. The nut butters, I'd literally have to stop myself just from eating <laughs> because yeah. they're so nice if you like peanut butter 
like you'll absolutely love these Um, and I love the flavors of them it's like almond date and sea salt hazelnut coffee almond and cashew nut and there was a really nice raspberry one um peanut butter with almond and raspberry I've not yet that one that was lovely mine's gone (laughs) peanut butter in porridge every morning with Finley and so I'm gonna like I was trying not to eat them but now I'm gonna just go full hell for leather they're not sweet they're, they're really nicely savory mm. um, and especially this sort of almond and sea salt one um they're just really good energy they really are i mean i've had a few on pieces of toast just because they're really nice yeah, um I but they are they're really good they taste amazing so would you use this in place of a gel then on a, on a natural race do you think i never use gels because i just I, I don't get on with gels so for me i probably would the only thing is obviously it's peanut butter so it, you do need a drink with it and mm. um, but in replacement for something salty that you need um in a longer race yeah it would be perfect but you can't have them you know a lot of people would have gels without a drink well you couldn't do that with with these you would need a drink but in terms of fuel for racing yeah they'd be great they'd be perfect yeah they are really good i don't i i think they're quite big like you'd have to sort of like just half it it. and then (laughs) put it somewhere where it didn't spew out and go all sticky yes so there is I thought that a half size would actually be quite nice, wouldn't yeah. it? A sign of slightly smaller size would be quite good. Or a crimping here, you know, like yeah. how you sometimes get like those cheeses yeah. or I don't know what you yeah, get, yeah. like they, they crimp them there. Um, you can open a half. Yeah, and you could just open half at a time. That would yeah. be quite good. Or you could yeah, decant happen. it into a, like a gel bottle thing, couldn't you? Yeah, so yeah. You could do that. But I thought they were um, they're really good. And I can't wait to open another one, probably tonight when I've finished. <laughs> yeah. We're allowed to eat them, yeah. So um, the, they also do these um, bars as well. This is the only one that's left. So this is um, obviously the one that looks least attractive to me, orange and tea, which does actually sound quite attractive. I, I had that one last week when I was biking, yeah. and it was really nice. The bars are quite unusual because they're a very different texture, I would yeah. say, to most energy bars. Mm-hmm. They're very, very, very dense, they are, uh, which surprised me, really. But it, I kind of liked it because it meant that you don't have to take as many with you if you're doing a long run, something like that, because they just feel like really, really condensed energy. Yeah. Um, they're quite firm, aren't they? And they feel like they've got all the... Yeah. everything sort of squished right down yeah, into the right down like and yeah the energy they've got um a hundred and it's not loads like there i'm sure oh. there's been energy bars with more in they're quite small so 45 grams a lot of energy bars tend to be like 60 grams or something but there's a hundred and well 160 basically calories in this one um which isn't a lot compared to how it feels it feels like there's more than that yeah. in it doesn't it yeah they're quite light I'm just eating one now. And they're they're quite easy to eat. Like um I've tried I've had chia charge bars in the past and I haven't had any recently, so um do feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But the chia charge bars that I used to use in 2015 during the um the coastal challenge in Costa Rica, they were delicious, but they did fall apart somewhat. And these don't fall apart, which yes. is a good thing yeah. in old like running. Nine bars were very similar. They were kind of similar. They would yeah. fall apart a little bit, whereas these are really, really... You could have one in your bag for sort of three months and it would still be in the same condition yeah. three months later, even if you run around with it and things yeah. like that. It's really condensed, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. I think my favourite one of the bars was the mint choc bar. because it wasn't, That was mine. It wasn't overly minty. <laughs> yeah, I think I... Oh, here's that, here's that one. Um, it wasn't overly minty, I've written here, 
um, or overly chocolatey. It was a kind of a subtle yeah. taste and it was easy to eat. It broke off easily, but it wasn't crumbly. And yes. it was a smooth texture that sort of melted in my mouth. So I really liked this one in particular, the mint chocolate bar. And then my favourite nut butter was the hazelnut and cacao, which is their version of Nutella in a way. Um, oh. But it's a much more eco-friendly um, version because it doesn't use palm oil or chop down rainforests in any way. Yeah. And that was really nice and easy to eat as well. There was a good amount of it as well. It went on two pieces of bread, like toast, easily. Oh. Um, and it, so it's a bit like a gel, but a lot nicer because it's savoury and sweet at the same time. Yeah. Um, I find that hazelnut can be a little bit bitter sometimes, but this wasn't bitter at all. So that was good to see that it wasn't bitter. Um, yeah. So what was your favourite bars and nut butter then? I really like the mint and cocoa one as well. Mint and yeah, mint and cocoa one. Yeah. Um, but I also really like the orange and tea, oh, which okay. was well, one that I didn't think I would like, I but I did. Um, I did really like that one but again like you said they're quite um they've not got bits that stick in your teeth which is quite good because I find that quite irritating um, if you've eaten something and they do kind of just turn into a bit of like a paste almost the bars um, after a while they are they're they're really dense but they are really tasty as well they're not sweet they they just have that kind of nice balance it's not like you're just shoving a load of sugar down your neck they are quite savory um so yeah I really like them they're good and I love their marketing Uh, the emails and things that they send out are just lovely they're really nice really friendly um, and they just come across as a really um you know good company uh, to be part of and to support as well they they're a bit irreverent aren't they they're a little bit like tongue-in-cheek they don't take themselves too seriously like on the back of the nut butters for example yes that's this one here it says WT, WTF is a nut butter, like as in what the F yeah. is a nut butter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it says squirt directly onto your mouth, swoosh onto fruit, stir into camp porridge, the ultimate utility snack. And they support yeah. 1% for the planet as well. So that yeah. means that 1% of their profits go towards 1% for the planet, which is a, a charity, a charitable organization that um, supports life on planet Earth as we know it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I recommend them actually. Like, yeah, they're not. I did. They weren't as like all out tasty as like you know you can get like a really tasty, tasty chocolate bar from yeah. from Aldi that's like probably really bad for you. You felt yeah. like these were good for you and that you could have them on a race and not feel sick or anything with the sweetness. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, I would give them a go personally. Like, I would yeah. like some more of them. Um, do we know how much the sample pack was off the top of your head I don't know I might google it and just see if I can yeah you google it whilst I read out some comments yeah Um, so Severin said thanks for answering her question she's been thinking of trying innovate shoes Um, her running coach really liked the jaws so much even when they had a massive hole at the front he just taped them shut which was useful to let the water out yeah that's called a what they call it ventilation no what's the word for water uh i can't remember the word for water when you got their starter pack so yeah their starter pack which has um one of everything in i think it is so it's an eight piece starter pack with four nut butters and four bars is 16 pounds oh that's good so it's like yeah. two quid a thing. Two pounds, of, yeah, two pounds a thing, really, isn't yeah. it? Two pounds a yeah. so it's There you go. More expensive than say, like if you go to the supermarket and you can get yeah. four bars for two pounds. 
in like those eat natural things and stuff like that yeah but just think of the planet people yes the cool marketing and the fact that it's probably yeah. a lot better for you <laughs> yes yeah definitely easier to eat on your run so yeah i'm going to save those for my half marathon yeah um, i've also been using i use a morton gel on my last long run um yeah i've just been intrigued because especially because killian jornet uses morton and the top three men and the top lady at utmb i think katie shide used morton as well i just right. i should probably fuel like i've got everyone else to do after the first half hour to hour which i, I just never eat on my run so i thought oh, i'll practice so i've been having some morton as well so so morton and outdoor provisions are going to be my uh nom de how, <laughs> my... how are the morton gels what are they like they're, they're jelly-y so oh, right. yeah they're like jelly uh instead of a gel and they're not yeah. too sweet like crucially you right. know like um, i've got some talk gels and they're just really yeah. really sweet and i just can't even stomach them i mean i love the raspberry ripple one but it, it does me no good the raspberry yeah. ripple talk gel is the tastiest thing ever yeah. but I, I, it upsets my stomach yeah <laughs> i had an apple one and it upset my stomach on an on an actual ultra i had stomach cramps for ages and it was really debilitating but the morton ones um yeah they're just it's hard to describe them because they're just sort of a, a jelly that comes out you know like right. a kid's jelly but yeah, kind yeah. of a bit more uh liquidy um, yeah yeah and so right. you can actually eat half of it and fold it over and it doesn't come out because it is a jelly rather than a goo um and the taste is there's a slight honey taste to it but apart yeah. from that there's not a great deal of taste um it, it was actually really nice i actually kept sucking the packet hoping to get more out because it was actually really nice um, i hate gels so yeah. yeah, Morton is the way to go. Um, yeah, we have um, uh, every month Morton give Wild Ginger Running 60 quid's worth of Morton goodies <laughs> to give away to a prize winner. Um, so if you're a patron, you stand a chance of getting one of those prizes. So every every month somebody wins uh, Morton goodies. So um, that's one reason to become a patron of Wild Ginger Running. Absolutely. Which, yeah. I think I need to try those. I need to try them. I need to give them a word. Every <laughs> next meet, I'll bring you some because I'm sure I've got some lying around somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got, oh, do you, can you take caffeine? Because I've got a load of caffeine. I love caffeine. You <laughs> can't have caffeine. Oh, I take caffeine tablets a, on races. Yeah, I had a massive migraine the whole of yesterday oh, because okay. the day before I drank a cup of actual coffee from the filter right. coffee. I, never I love caffeine. caffeine tablets and caffeine chewing gum. Anything like that really? is great. I love oh, it. I'm yeah. really sensitive to caffeine. I just can't right. even have it. I'll give you all the caffeine gels that I've got then. Yeah. I've got a whole I'll be I'll be bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, some more comments quickly before we have a question from Tina and uh, then my final shoe and Vicky's final thing as well. Uh, exciting watch. Yeah. So, um, Andrea says the OP outdoor provisions mint chocolate bar is awesome. She needs to put an order in. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, you definitely do. Oh, maybe I could ask them like if we could have a discount. Let me Ooh, email them. Good idea. Yeah. Um, Great idea. OP discount question mark. Okay. Hold off on ordering, Andrea, because there may be a discount <laughs> coming. But I can only say no. <laughs> Not if you're desperate. <laughs> yeah, it might take me a little while, but yeah, I'll ask them. Um, Severin says, it might, this might be an incentive to start running further again. She can justify then buying those yummy bars. She loves the <laughs> last year, but yes, they crumble. Yeah, they do, don't they? And I said that once in a review in Trail Running Magazine, and the man that makes them got really annoyed at me. 
I was like, I'm just being honest. I can't lie to people. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, the life of a gear reviewer. Sometimes yeah, people are. <laughs> um, so the last shoe, oh, we've got um, a last shoe and then we'll have a question from Tina, who is a new patron of mine. Um, so that's very exciting to be able to answer her question. But the last pair of shoes from yours truly is these beautiful white speed cross sixes from Sam. They are fab. They look beautiful, don't they? They're, they're very long, don't you think? They look very long. They are very long, yeah. I sometimes have to get a smaller size in the speed cross. The last pair I got sent to me to test, do you remember they were really big and they sent me a different pair? Yeah. Well, I'm quite liking the bigness of these because it means that the toe box is a little bit wider. Yeah. Like I usually yeah. find the speed cross toe box way too narrow. No. Like it, yeah. it starts to go in much too early yeah. for my foot. So I've been finding yeah. these okay, but I might just like trip over them. I'll show you what they <laughs> yes, look like. Yeah. These are the ultras. Should I just like stand them up yeah. on the computer? So there's the there's the ultra. Uh, Can you see the ultra is like a good yeah. centimeter Gosh. smaller than these? That's quite a difference. That is going to be a bit bonkers to test. I might be yeah. tripping over various rocks and things on the trail. But I'm going I to think they've got bigger. I Because the last yeah. pair I got sent were the same and they felt too big. And I had to go down the size. I mean, I've worn speed cross for oh, 10 years. Yeah. You know, I've been wearing them constantly. But um, I found that as well, that they just suddenly seem to have gone bigger, bigger. which is That's strange. strange yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. yeah, it's odd the sizing thing. Um, yeah, but these are 10 mil drops, so they've got quite a heel stack under them, especially if you have been running around in like the Hoke and the Farches, which I love, which are 4 mil, and then even more low drops, the Ultras. Um, so I'm not sure how my hips and knees are going to stand up to this kind of drop, because I don't usually go that high anymore. Um, but the grip looks super good, doesn't it? Like 5 mil lugs. Um, on their contagrip sole, which the contagrip they make tires as well. So, I mean, it should be really good sole. Um, They're a great shoe. They're a great shoe. In the past, I have found that the Speed Cross um, outsole has been slippier than other shoes on wet stuff. So that's going to be interesting to test. Um, I'm going to pick up my sister-in-law from the Peak District in early October. So I'm going to go up early and I'm going to test these out there. I'm going to, I'm not going to wear them until then. And I'm going to get them really muddy on that day. So I'm going to film them going from this white, beautiful white color to um, a beautiful brown color. <laughs> Why don't they just cut out the middle one? Just make white, white so far. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just go white. It goes a horrible muddy color like yeah, these does. have. Yeah. Look, I haven't even done anything particularly muddy in these yet. They've just gone disgusting. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, they've got the Salomon shoes. If you've never worn Salomons before, all the Salomon shoes pretty much have this um, speed quick lace system here where you just press this button down and, and pull the laces down and that's how you cinch them in super quickly. I can personally, I can't get a great fit around here with this type of lacing, I just prefer, I always just prefer a traditional lacing system until I came across the ultra bowers phase, which you can lock it down both here and here. Um, but yes, I will try them out in the name of gear testing and I shall let you know my thoughts. Most people don't have a problem with this. It's just because I've got a really low volume foot, so I have to cinch these yeah. in around here like loads. And if I can't lock it down here, then it's just really annoying and my foot slips about, but we'll see how it goes. But they look, they look cool, don't they? They look really nice yeah. and grippy. 
They look bad. They look really yeah. good. They look good. Okay. Right, let's have this question from Tina. And then we'll do Vicky's last thing and my last random thing. We've got a random thing just to round off the end for you guys. Um, so there's a question about shoes from Tina, one of my newest patrons. Welcome, Tina. She says, hey, how do you safely make the switch to ultras, which is like zero drop, when used to the high drop of hokas? Um, I tried once and it caused a painful flare-up of the dreaded plantar fasciitis because I think I did too much too soon in zero drop. I would love to run in some wider trainers to save my little toes. Now, this is a very good question, Tina. And I'm really annoyed at Ultra for not doing a series of transition shoes because, like, who else makes low drop shoes? We've got Topo, and that's it, and Ultra. Topo make a five mil drop shoe. You might want to check them out, but they don't have hardly any cushioning. I've just made a wide fit shoes um review actually on youtube it's out now um it's just the latest film that i've made i'll link to it as well in the film description below and probably link to it up here as well but um there's several shoes there that are really wide fit and they're all different types of drop that you might be interested in but yeah ultra is pretty much the best brand for low drop i mean for wide fit but yeah they're all low drop and it's just so annoying because not everybody can deal with low drop and zero drop straight away and you do tend to get a bit over enthusiastic and do say a 10 mile run in zero drop and then regret it afterwards. So I think the, yeah, you just have to be really careful and build it up literally mile by mile. And if, if you can run three miles in your zero drop shoes without any flare ups, um, the next week do four. Like it's that slow, really. Yeah. You don't, for some people, um, if you don't want to get injured, that would be. I also fun. think don't don't run on flat, run on um, run off road, run trails that you're up and down rather than just flat. Because I think when you're running in the low drop shoes on the flat, that's when you notice it. When you're off road, you don't notice it nearly as much. Yeah. Or I don't anyway. I, I when I'm off road, I barely notice. I have very little preference over which drop I use in shoes. I don't find it it bothers me. Yeah. But if I wore the Altras on a flat run, yeah. I would notice them. Ah, that's really good advice, yeah. And I just realised as well, you can buy heel inserts, like the heel yeah. only. So you could buy, like, say, a 6mm or an 8mm heel insert and put it <coughs> under the insole of the Ultra shoe that you prefer and do it that way. Um, I was just speaking to um, a physio guy um, who I'm going to get actually in for a live chat um, in October who will tell us more about like myths about shoes um and he's gonna he's gonna send me a couple of inserts so um i'll let i'll let you know what he sends me and i'll i can i can tell you what they are but that would be a solution to ultras being zero drop <coughs> just put a heel insert in and, and away you go and you can just transition down at your own rate then yeah because yeah i have plantar fasciitis as well and it does flare up as well cool i hope that answers your question for you tina and uh, Graham says, white trail shoes. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> I no idea. No idea. It's the trend at the moment. Like sometimes you get, like the, last year, all shoes were like turquoise. Like all all women's shoes were like this colour last year. This was like yeah. the colour. And now yeah. all shoes seem to be like dual colour, <laughs> white and red. <laughs> so, yeah, just, just fashion, darlings. Just fashion. <laughs> <laughs> So, cool. Um, 
Cool. Do you want to take us through your final products then, Vicky? Yeah, of course I will. So I'm going to show you, first of all, the box that this arrives in because I was imp I'm impressed with the box. That's really sad. So this is the box. Oh, my goodness. I know. That lands on your doorstep and you think, wow, this is cool. Um, it comes in like a really heavy duty, like a Pelly case, like one of the waterproof cases. Um, it's like an and Really I know amazing. it's amazing I can't open it now <laughs> um but yeah the chorus this is the chorus vertex which I have now put together uh the chorus vertex 2 um and it it really is one of the sort of top of the range um watches that there are available at the minute um I know Tim has tested this one uh on wild ginger running before I think Tim's done a review on this one um and chorus are in many ways, a similar sort of brand to Garmin. They do a massive range of watches. They do the very high level, you know, 600 pound watches that do everything. Um, and then they do the more sort of, if you need a GPS watch and you're running every day and you're running five, six miles every day, you don't need navigation. They do amazing watches um, like that as well. Um, Claire has a review on her channel of the Chorus Pace 2, which is very similar to the Garmin um, 55 and um, both very similar watches which are kind of would you would you say entry level they are really aren't they they're yeah, sort of good would, entry yeah. level yeah. gps watches that do everything you need i wear this nearly every day and it does everything that i need um and i just bought my husband actually the chorus pace too um, i got him one as a present because it's perfect for what he needs this is way beyond what i would need um for every day because it literally does everything um it's got step-by-step -step navigation i've just downloaded the gpx route for this weekend's race um, and when i set off from the start i'll just hit navigation and it will just guide me around every single twist and turn um, and keep me on the correct path um, the battery life on chorus watches is absolutely amazing um they they just last i couldn't the, when i had the chorus pace too i think it went three weeks before i even needed to charge it and that was running every day um so this will definitely last you know five six hours racing at the weekend um my only criticism of it and i find this a lot with these sorts of watches the sun toe was the same the chorus is the same and the, the larger garments are the same um I just don't find them hugely compatible for female wrists. <laughs> um, they're just a bit big and a bit bulky. But, you know, if you, if you want a watch that literally does everything, that's the compromise. You can't have a watch that does all the navigation, lasts for weeks on end, uh, does altimeter and everything else, but fits into a tiny, tiny package. So that's the kind of compromise. Um, it's an amazing watch. I'm really looking forward to using it at the weekend. Um, they're absolutely bomb-proof. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. But it wouldn't be a watch I would wear every day. Uh, I'd have to have both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, you'd have to have two. <laughs> I'd have to have two. What a shame. <laughs> um, so uh, Catherine's got a question about the, um, the watch. She said, is it topographic maps or is it just a breadcrumb trail? Because she really struggles with just the breadcrumb trail which for people who don't know about watches, it's just like a, it's basically like a line on your watch and you don't get other, any other features like you would on an actual map, like the map that's behind me there. Um, I'm going to so, have a look now. Yeah. Off the top of my head. 
so Garmin watches, for example, their higher end watches do have features on them as well. So not all of the features of an OS map, because that would be insane on here. But, you know, they have like a limited features like water bodies, like forest walls, thing, thing, random things like that. Um, so that you can just, yeah, it's not just a snake in the middle of nowhere that you're just kind of blindly following. So I've checked online and it says on it, because um, as I said, I've not used it um, loads yet. Um, it just said something on it then. I was just reading about it having a full landscape mapping. Let me just check. It's gone again now. Um, it's got landscape, topo and hybrid modes. So, yeah, it does um, It does everything. <laughs> There's nothing this watch doesn't do. Um, yeah, it does absolutely everything. Uh, you can zoom in and out on the map with the digital dial or drag it around the map um, so that you can see the navigation uh, really, really clearly, um, like you would on a, a car sat nav, really, isn't it? It's oh. that kind of uh, the kind of level of detail that you've got. Yeah, wow, they're really competing with Garmin now then because of that, because they've got oh, definitely compared to compared to the Garmin. Like I'm wearing the two five five just now, which I really need to review at some point. Um, and it lasts probably a week, like. Finley does press this button over and over again yeah. whilst we're eating dinner, but uh, so it's not really a fair test of the poor thing, but it lasts kind of a week. But when I had that Coros Apex, which I'll link to the yeah. test of below as well, um, yeah, it lasted like two weeks without being charged, yeah. and that was doing something like an hour's activity every day, which was amazing. Um, Is the, the Apex, the that will be the version down from the Vertex, I imagine, yeah, won't it? Yeah, it goes yeah. Pace, Apex, Vertex. Um, and does the Apex do navigation? Does that have GPS navigation yeah, on the Apex? It only has yeah. the breadcrumb navigation. So right. like, as far as I'm concerned, that's like not really navigation. Yeah. The Vertex yeah. is kind of, but like it's just not very helpful. I don't find it that yeah. helpful. Uh, maybe if but it's probably it's smaller. Yeah. That's the, that's smaller, the line. Yeah, It'll be a smaller, smaller watch than okay. this one, but obviously this one will do uh, a lot more. Yeah, more precise. Like I did use it on navigation mode when I was doing the Cape Wrath Ultra um, and right. the places that it was really helpful was in the mountains. So if it was pointing slightly that way, you could definitely see that there was either a path going that way or nothing going that way. Or, you know, like you were like going through tussocks and stuff and it was just handy to have the general direction in the mist um, yeah. and it was quicker than map reading. But in a town or something, or in a place where there's like lots of different fields and little styles and stuff, I just don't find the breadcrumb trail very helpful because yeah. you're just like, oh, I just like, I don't know where I'm. It's just not as helpful. Just, you just step off in a general direction and hope that you're going the right way, don't you, really? <laughs> yeah, just hope for the best. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, Catherine says she's going to email Father Christmas now. Um, <laughs> And for everything or anything in particular the, um, <laughs> is that for the, the vertex for the vertex i think yeah. um and yeah. trail running phil says he is a big fan of his chorus apex um, yeah and uh, uh oh we have another shoe question have we got time for another shoe question just quickly yeah try try yeah. says does anyone wear a cushioned oh let me try and make that bigger a cushioned wide fit shoe with a higher drop other than the hoka clifton wide fit i can't wear zero drop fancy trying something different alongside the hoka yeah oh well we kind of answered that didn't we um, yeah maybe the scarper yeah something like that scarpers. yeah the scarpers infinities if you scroll back to the start of the yeah. chat try face the scarper spin infinities were quite a wide shoe um and google scarper spin infinity 
while Ginger running, and you can see um, Vicky's actual test of it. Um, and yeah, uh, try outros with a, a heel lifter in, like a heel insert. I'll be talking more about those when I chat to um, Nick, the physio, who I'm going to chat to in October, so stay tuned for that. Um, and then Tanish uh, Panjwani says, have you tried the Nike Alpha Fly Flies? And what do you think of the decision of the Olympics to ban it? Have you tried the Nike Alpha Flies, Vicky? No, I don't do any road running. Um, <laughs> no, I would never pay that amount of money for a road shoe because um, I, I wouldn't or any shoe do it justice. Huh? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it justice. Um, no, I haven't, and I've not even been tempted to really. <laughs> no, I think it's the poses. Like, Usain Bolt. I am not Mo Farah. I am not Paula Radcliffe. I don't think it's going to make me run any faster. <laughs> Maybe two seconds, but <laughs> I'd rather it come from my fitness than my shit footwear. <laughs> but yeah, interesting that the Olympics want to ban it or have banned it. I don't really follow road running in any sense, so I don't really know about the Olympics' decision to ban it. But yeah. I um I did have a dream that Decathlon made like an alpha fly. But I don't know if that was a dream or if it was real. <laughs> and it was only two hundred quid rather than three hundred quid. So oh, I don't know in. if that was a dream. <laughs> have to check. I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it from us. But I just wanted to show you one last thing. So I got sent this pair of shorts. I reviewed them recently. If oh. you um just just scroll down my videos it's in the latest the gear chat before vicky came onto the gear chat they're the sore running shorts and um so basically they used to be shorts because they're men's they don't they didn't make a woman's range at the time so they just sent me these men's ones and they were a short that met under here so that it was like a, a little pair of shorts and then these dang these dangly legging type shorts here and i ran in them this morning and I was like just really hot in the crotch area and, and they went all damp and it looked like I'd weed myself and I don't weed myself anymore because I've been doing my pelvic exercises only when I got on the trampoline for more than five minutes does this happen to me um or sprint really hard um ladies that have had babies you'll know what I'm talking about but um so I just chopped the crotch the crutch out of these shorts and I've made a sport out of them so these bits are really nice but on their own they don't look great but if you've just got this little sport over the top, it's like nice and airy now. So yeah, I made a sport out of these running shorts. So there you go. It's uh, it looks like it was a short, and now it's not. It's just a sport. So they were. But the thing is about these, they are a hundred and twenty-five quid. <gasps> Who pays that for a pair of shorts? I got something. I don't buy any stuff, and I am like that's the reason that I have to keep doing this job because I just can't afford anything. <laughs> So yeah, um, I really like them, but they're insanely priced. Like uh, Ron Hill yeah. do pairs like that, and higher state do pairs like this that yeah. I would recommend above this. <laughs> so there wow. we go. That's what I, I've mutilated my pair of 125 pound shorts. And, um, wow. <laughs> that's, the, that's the last thing we're going to leave you on. <laughs> oh, hang on. Severance just said it's not a dream. Decathlon do have a car oh. shoe just out. It's 150 pounds. The Kipron oh. KD 900X. A catchy name. Oh, there you go. Love a catchy you didn't dream it. Shoes. <laughs> Yay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's been brilliant. I, that's right. Trifaces just said £125 for a sweaty crotch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wouldn't you be so annoyed if you'd paid all that money and you'd just, you just a crotch? <laughs> um, oh, an MP pro 
producer says, hi ladies, have a great time. Vicky, I'm loving the t-shirt that you're wearing today. Oh, it's one of, it's one of, a, it's Wild and Running Happy Trails one, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Happy Trails. Yeah, if you want such a t-shirt, then- They're available. Yeah, have a shop. I'm just seeing if I've got a shop little thing that I can pop up. Probably just deleted it. Yeah, it's basically Wild Ginger Running slash shop.co.uk slash shop. Um, yeah, just Google Wild Ginger Running t-shirt and hopefully it'll come up. Okay. To the joys of Google. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's been lovely chatting. Much, it's been great to chat to you. I am looking forward to going to Kendall Mountain Festival with you, hopefully. Can't wait. November. Haven't actually Can't. heard it yet with Steve. No, um, I've not, but it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> And if anybody is at Kendall Mountain Festival, then um, feel free to come chat to us. Um, I'll put more on social media about it. Um, maybe if there's enough patrons, we could have a little patron meet up there. Um, and if you want to support the channel, then just go to patreon.com slash wildgingerrunning and you can be automatically entered into my monthly competition to win £400 worth of trail and ultra running goodies and other perks and stuff like me and Vicky chatting to you in the exclusive Facebook group uh, and such like. So yes, uh, join us, join us. <laughs> but it's been great to chat to you, Vicky. Thank you so much for sharing your shoes with us. And um, yeah, Thanks I think we much. should ask the patrons what they want us to chat about next month because we're going to try yes. and do these monthly, aren't we? These little gear chats. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you've got anything you really want to chat about next time. Have a think. Ooh. Have a think. I'll have a think. Yeah, maybe torches. Like it's the time for torches. Yeah, time of year for torches, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. I do love running torches. I do love head torches. <laughs> you can never have too many head torches. <laughs> yeah, we've got. Yeah, head torches are good one. On the table already. And maybe moving on to that winter running gear as well, isn't it? Yeah. Moving on to winter warmer stuff. Yeah, maybe like your top three items for winter running. Anyway, yeah. we'll see what patrons want us to talk about as well. Um, but yeah thanks so much for chatting and oh, thank you very much and we will see you all next month bye everybody bye. mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.